Welcome to the What's What Weekly Wrap-Up. Today's show focuses exclusively on this week's features from the WFUV Newsroom. I'm Caroline Ely. And I'm David Escobar. And here are this week's feature stories. The nonprofit organization Project Renewal opened the first support and connection center in 2020 alongside New York City's Department of Health. The center has been helping unhoused New Yorkers get back on their feet for the last three years. WFUV's Maya Sargent sits down with Carly Wargo, the director of the Support and Connection Center, to find out more about their services. I was wondering if you could possibly start by just telling me about the overall mission and what your role is in the project specifically. Project Renewal is a very large organization, and the purpose of the agency is to end the cycle of homelessness by empowering people to renew their lives. And we do that through health, home, and jobs. So we have shelter, we have housing programs, we have healthcare, substance use treatment, um, and all of these services are offered to New Yorkers who need support. My role within the agency is I'm the director of the Support and Connection Center. Um, I'm also the director of harm reduction, and I oversee some of our substance use programming within the agency. I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about the Support and Connection Center itself. That's the partnership between Project Renewal and the New York City Department of Health. Can you explain the model to me and who are you trying to reach with this program? The Project Renewal Support and Connection Center is a program that really tries to reach people that would otherwise end up in hospitals, psych emergency rooms, EDs, jail, arrests. The Project Renewal Support and Connection Center is a 24-hour program, so we're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We have very specific referral sources that we accept our guests from. Our program is a five-day stay, so we don't have a lot of time with them, but in those five days, we work really hard to accomplish whatever the goal of the guest is. Sometimes that's getting into a shelter or accessing a safe haven or getting into rehab. What do you think makes the Support and Connection Center so unique in its approach and in the way that it helps people who are in crisis as well as connecting with all these community organizations as well? So I think the one thing that makes us really unique is that we are very client-centered and we practice a harm reduction model. So what that means is that when people come to us, we don't have expectations for what they should and shouldn't do. It's really what they need in that moment to feel supported. So whatever they come to us with, we find ways to support that goal. We try to be extremely client-centered. We utilize our peer counselors for their expertise to kind of be able to build rapport and trust with our guests. And although they can only stay here for five days, after the five days, if they leave, they can still come back for aftercare services. And how do you find, I guess, that approach that you have that is so different? How do you find that helps benefit the guests? It allows space for trust to be built. We create a space that feels safe and doesn't feel like they're doing things to make us happy per se or doing things that they're not comfortable doing. Um, A lot of our, the people that we serve are people who are not typically in shelters or in programs. So they don't trust the systems, quote unquote. What would you say success looks like for you and then the guests at the center? A lot of our initial engagements are building trust, which is success, right? Like if someone comes back to us, then we have had success with this particular person. So a lot of our success is getting people connected to safe havens. We've gotten people into long-term housing, like assisted living. We've supported people in accessing medications, substance use treatment, getting Medicaid. Success is so different for everybody. And I think that's what makes this program really special. It's, it's not about one specific goal that we have to meet 
it's really about getting people in here because we have the beds, filling the space, and then supporting the people in whatever way that they see fit for themselves. And what would you say are some of the long-term goals for the Support and Connection Centre? The Support and Connection Centre is a really great model. And I think keeping the space small is what contributes to that. So I think ideally it would be great to have more programs like this, more support and connection centers in different boroughs. There's so much need out there for people. That was WFUV's Maya Sargent talking to Carly Wargo about the New York City Support and Connection Center in East Harlem. Every month, the What's What podcast brings you Fordham Conversations. To honor the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, WFUV's Jay Doherty spoke with Fordham alum Brian Master and the team behind Can You Dig It, a new Audible original that tells the story of hip-hop's roots in the Bronx. Fordham graduate Brian Master is the creator and executive producer of the Audible original Can You Dig It. The multi-episode series becomes available on Audible starting August 10th. Can You Dig It tells the seldom-heard story of hip-hop's origin. Brian believes this narrative focus sets the piece apart. There's a lot of content about the birth of hip-hop, but no one else is going back further and telling this origin story. We call it the greatest story you've never heard. You know, it's literally a unicorn in the sea of hip-hop 50 content. And the story is one that deserves to be told. In 1971, an incident occurred that shook the Bronx to its core the tragic killing of a young man named Black Benji. This devastating event ignited tensions and conflicts between rival gangs at the time, leading to a war on the streets. Amid the escalating violence, Yellow Benji, leader of hip-hop group The Ghetto Brothers, saw an opportunity for change. He organized a meeting with representatives from various street gangs. What happened next was unprecedented. They did the impossible, Jay. They brokered a peace treaty amongst thousands of gang members, allowing hip-hop to then have the, the, the environment to form. So this is an epic story. Uh, and it's a story of how the Bronx went from hopeless to hopeful. That's Pete Shalala, one of the writers and producers behind Can You Dig It? In sharing this remarkable story, Shalala says it was vital to have the right person tell it. In this case, he says that person is Chuck D of Public Enemy. You know, Chuck's not only an artist, Hall of Fame artist, he's also an activist. So we believe that he was a perfect voice Right, We call him the Morgan Freeman of hip-hop. His voice is so capturing that we needed someone like Chuck to, one, give us the credibility, and two, hold your attention in the audio space where there's no visual. The creators hope that this Bronx-based story will be told to hip-hop fans all around the world. Co-writer Julian Veloge emphasizes that grasping the complete context of the story requires acknowledging its distinctive time and place. Every culture is like a product of its environment, and hip-hop really was born at a specific time, at a specific place. So hip-hop is really a product of the Bronx in the 70s. And I think that's really what we're recreating with Can You Dig It? And Brian's passion for sharing stories like these has roots in his time at Fordham. The mantra of the Jesuits is to be a man or a woman for others. This was really ingrained in me at Fordham. The story of Can You Dig It? is a manifestation of that principle. And we applied that mantra by being a vehicle for telling a story that that gives hope to others, um, that inspires people. That's what this is all about. So Black Benji, Yellow Benji, the Ghetto Brothers, they were men for others. And, you know, we're just trying to honor that. Can You Dig It? is available for streaming on Audible starting August 10th. I'm Jay Doherty, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Jay Doherty talking to Brian Master and the team behind the new Audible original, Can You Dig It? 
And that's it from us. But you can check out the What's What weekly wrap-up every week for more features exclusively from the WFUV newsroom. And make sure to check out the WFUV What's What daily podcast every weekday at 3 for the latest local news and feature stories from FUV. And as always, you can find out more at WFUV.org news. I'm Caroline Ely. And I'm David Escobar. And that's What's What.